0: Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Shaping Little Minds podcast. I am so excited to have you here with me. To anyone who celebrates, happy Halloween. I hope teaching wasn't too tough for you today. I know how hectic holiday celebrations can be in school, so I'm sending you all of the positive vibes. Um, There isn't much for me to catch you up on today, so we're going to dive right in. Hey there, Adva here. I am so excited to welcome you to the Shaping Little Minds podcast, where we help support and mentor early childhood teachers inside the classroom. This is a place where we dive into classroom management, growth mindset, professional learning, and so much more. I'm an early childhood teacher who saw a huge gap in how early childhood educators were supported inside the classroom. I created this platform in order to help teachers feel more confident, supported, and develop a sense of trust in their teaching. Let's make teaching exciting again. Let me start off by saying that we can't just assume that our students will know what they are feeling, let alone be able to verbalize it. We need to teach them the vocabulary necessary to express their feelings. So how can you teach your students to identify their feelings and therefore express them? You can use songs to teach your students about how they're feeling, if you if you're happy and you know it is a great song for early childhood te- for early childhood students. You can even create pictures to show emotions you're singing about. I used to have an emoji poster with various feelings so that students could identify with one or more throughout their day. You can play games and create activities for children to learn emotions through. It can be as simple as creating a feelings cube or a memory game with the different emotions you're trying to teach. You can introduce feelings when you're teaching your when you're reading to your students. So, how is a character feeling in that part of a book? Why do you think she or he is feeling that way? You can model appropriate ways you express emotions for your students to understand the appropriate ways to express their emotions. For example, When my students weren't listening during a circle time, I tell them that I'm frustrated. I would then help them to understand what it meant to be frustrated and ask them why they think I felt that way. We'd have a conversation about it. Now don't get me wrong, if you are teaching really young students, sometimes it's not possible to have a conversation. So these things, this modeling can be approached in a different way instead of having a conversation. And last but not least is asking questions about feelings and emotions. A good question would be how would you feel if dot 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 fill in the blank. So how would you feel if this child hit you? How would you feel if this person took a toy from you? How would you feel if you didn't get to play with your friends today? These are just a few ways to teach your students to identify their feelings and their emotions. But there's one big question that I think teachers need to ask their students so that they can help them truly understand feelings and emotions. And if you don't take anything else away from this podcast episode, I hope that you take this question and think about how you can teach your students about feelings and emotions. And that is, what does that specific feeling, whether it's anger, happiness, sadness, what does that feeling look like? So if a child is sad, how do you know that a child is sad? What is he What is he or she doing? How does his body look, his or her body look? Is, is the person smiling? Is the person crying? Is the person yelling? These are all things that can help your students understand emotions and understand not only how they're feeling, but how their friends might be feeling. And it's just the beginning of helping our learners to recognize these emotions. And then from there, once they do recognize these emotions, be able to express them for their friends and for themselves. And this is one of the many subjects we dive into inside of my newest program, the Confident ECE. I actually just added this to the program, and I'll tell you why. One of the leading causes of teacher burnout is behavior management inside the classroom. And I believe that if we became more intentional about teaching our students about emotions and feelings throughout the entire school year, not just as a unit, the classroom dynamic would start to shift. So, I want to know, what do you do to incorporate social emotional learning inside of your classroom? Answer this question by sending me a DM on Instagram so that we can continue the conversation we are having. You can message me at Shaping Little Minds podcast and I cannot wait to hear from you. As always, thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. If you could share this episode with your teacher friends, leave a review, or just share the episode on Instagram and tag me. I always love to connect with you. Keep learning, growing, and becoming your best teacher self. I am so proud of you. See you next time, teachers.